You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. Now, let's turn to the next part of today's program. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking about setting goals for the new year, whether it's for work or for your own personal life. And to talk about this, I'm really delighted to be chatting once again with career and executive coach and author, Selena Lee. She's also the host of the podcast, Live Your Dream, and also best-selling book of the same title. Welcome back on the program, Selena. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for having me again, Doreen. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. It's so good to see you again. A great way to start the new year. And for our listeners as well, I'd love for you to join us on Facebook. We are streaming live uh, today. Uh, Good morning, good evening or good afternoon, wherever you're tuning in from. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. Now, I think you are the perfect person to be talking about goals because I think you've really transitioned in your life um, from, you know, working as a corporate lawyer and then really being a coach and mentoring other women uh, in similar positions or maybe in different walks of life. Let's talk about how do you set goals that work? Um, Before we get into whether it's work goals or personal goals, how should one be setting goals? Yeah, uh, what a great question and very appropriate for this uh, season of the new year. New year, yes. Um, I think I'm probably not alone in this cycle of uh, trying to set lots of goals in the new year and then at the end of the the year being disappointed that you didn't achieve all of them, right? (laughs) So I'm guilty uh, of that. Maybe I should back up a little bit. Are are you a goal setter or were you a goal setter? Okay. I, I totally am, and I teach and, and support a lot of my clients to achieve their own own goals. But I think what's important is to really set the right goals for you. A lot of us set goals thinking that that's what they should want, right? But then at the end of the day, it actually wasn't the right goal for you. So, for example, some people might say, I want to be, I want to have a lot of followers, or I want to be an influencer, or I want to make a lot of money, or I want to work in a specific industry. Oftentimes, We are influenced by the desires of people around us that we don't really sit down to think about, is that what I really want? Or is that what I think I should want? Because everybody else thinks that's a cool thing. So when you don't set the right goal for you, but you actually fool yourself into thinking that you should want this goal, you waste a lot of time trying to uh, live other people's lives. And then And then you get frustrated that you're not taking action because obviously achieving goals is hard, right? But it's, you know, uh, wanting to achieve somebody else's goal or doing something because just because you think that's what you should want, it's only going to get you so far. So you have to first understand your values and what you really want and, and to be really honest about what it is that you really want and to know your goals and values and your dreams. And then to come up with, lists of goals that are um, practical and feasible. And what I mean by that is a lot of us um, have these very huge goals at the beginning of the year. And to really not understand, you actually don't have that much time. (laughs) So uh, you got to be realistic in terms of, well, if you add a goal to the list, you need to also take something out. So that's where I would start. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good way of looking at it. Because I think when you uh, make goals, sometimes you forget to actually release old things that no longer serve you um, exactly. in order to make space for for the new goals. You mentioned a good point about setting realistic goals. From the people that you work with or for, from, from, from your observation, do people tend to set unrealistic goals or... or what is it about goals that make it not attainable? 
I think um, in the beginning of the year, we envision, you know, this year hopefully will be a better year and an amazing year. And I'm going to do all these. I'm going to lose a ton of weight. I'm going to change my job. I'm going to, um, you know, travel to this country and I'm going to make this much money, whatever it may be. Um, and it's good to have goals, but sometimes we have too many goals and we actually don't have time for all of them. So you definitely don't want to be in the cycle of, having too many goals or too vague goals. Mm -hmm. And then you actually don't take the action to make them happen. And then at the end of the year, to be disappointed in yourself that you actually didn't make them, <laughs> it, it, it didn't happen for you. And that's not good for your self-esteem. That's not good for building a good relationship with yourself. So what I would um, invite people to do is Think about how much time you do really have. Um, something I do with my clients is like do a time diary from the morning you wake up until, you know, when you go to bed at night, um, like actually write down how you're spending your time and then to think about how much time do you really have? Maybe you have an hour free time or two hours between all that you have to do, your responsibilities at work and, and family. And then to think about, okay, well, what do, what, how can I allocate my time in such a way that actually can make progress towards my goals. And what's also important is to be really specific and to be not vague. Um, I learned this from one of my podcast guests uh, named Michael Kim. He's a, a very famous and successful lawyer um, and the founder of a law firm, Corbin Kim. And he uh, told me about how he sets goals and I thought it was really interesting. And he said, um, a lot of people have goals like I want to be, I want to lose weight or I want to be lighter. Or, I want to be stronger, right? Um, if weight loss is an example, um, you don't want to just say, I want to lose it. You want to say, I want to lose X number, number of pounds, or I want to be able to bench press X number of pounds. So you want to be very, very specific and goal by definition has to have a timeline. So if it's um, just I'm, I, I want to lose weight at some point. <laughs> That's it's just a hope, uh, not a goal. That's what Michael said. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you want to also make sure that you're hitting a certain milestone. So if you want to lose six pounds in six months by uh, month three, you better have lost three months, right? And then so you want to be keeping track of whether you're progressing towards the right, uh, progressing towards at the right rate. And then you have to really think about, um, it's something also Michael said too, um, like, what are you, what are you, clarity about what you're really willing to do? Um, there's really like, it's not possible to do virtually everything because we all have other responsibilities too, right? So not, don't just think about what you want, but think about what you're willing to do for the goal. Um, so uh, if you're, if your weight loss is, is an example, like how much are you willing to work out per week? Um, how much are you willing to change your diet? And is that really going to help you lose a weight? Um, if not, you have to increase the effort or lower the goal and the two have to match up. Mm, yeah. Oh, that's really good advice because it's true. You've got to have something that's measurable. You've got to have a timeline um, and I suppose some flexibility as well and having the wisdom to know I'm not going to drop 20 pounds in three weeks. Like, I mean, setting unrealistic expectations, but also be able to revise, right, I'm not going to be able to lose, you know, 30 pounds in three months, but I may be able to lose 10 pounds in three months. And then you're able to work towards that goal. Yeah, I've got to be more realistic about I think last year, my goal was to read 40 books in a year. I managed, wow. I managed 15. <laughs> 
So, oh, that's so really great. <laughs> yeah, so I think this year I've got to, you know, maybe up it a little bit. I'm thinking about 20 to really set the bar a bit lower. And if I, I achieve that. more than 20, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What about that point of, I mean, like your uh, podcast title and like your book title, it's about living your dream. So you should set goals to, to, to come up with the ultimate dream then. How can we set goals that complement each other and doesn't take time away from each other? It's so hard to, I mean, you mentioned it at the beginning. It's not about setting too many goals at the same time. How do you prioritize these goals? I suppose that, that that's my question. How do you really sit down with your own thoughts and make a list of what matters the most and what matters second? That's sometimes a bit hard for people to, to, to pick and choose. For sure. Yeah. Prioritizing what's important for you in this season of your life. That's that's probably the key in setting the right goals for you, for yourself. And a lot of times I think we try to do too much and then often it, it backfires. So I would invite the listeners to really think about, OK, for this year or for this month uh, or for the next three months, like what is really, really important to me? And then to make sure that you you are okay with dropping some goals or other dreams or pausing them for a while. I think it was um, RBG, the Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg, the famous Supreme Court Justice that I admire so much. She said something like this. I forget the exact quote, but she said to one of her, um, I think, mentees that, you know, you can achieve anything you want, but you'd be foolish to think that you can do it all at the same time. So life has different seasons. So maybe in this season of life or this year, uh, maybe career comes first or family comes first or taking care of your comes first. So if you really think about that and then to make sure that, okay, so for this first six months of this year, I'm going to really focus on improving my health because I really haven't been feeling energized and I got sick a lot last year. So then if you add that goal to your list, then you should be okay dropping some other things <laughs> from the list because we don't have infinite amount of time. It'd be nice, but we don't. So you have to really be able to think about and be really honest with yourself. What is important to me for right now? And then to be able to prioritize that and then actually make time for it. I think a lot of times people confuse setting goals with actually taking action. Just because you said, I'm going to lose weight, like that's that's really not a actionable goal. Actionable goal means you actually can't act on it, right? So uh, I want to be lighter. I want to lose weight. That's not actionable. Like, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm going to go, go to the gym three times a week for 30 minutes at this gym location. I'm going to do these exercises at 7 p.m. after work, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's an actionable goal, right? So what is the actionable goal? What is the action you're going to actually take to be able to achieve the goal. And then you have to be able to ask yourself, is this actionable? Do I actually know what I am going to do? Because oftentimes what people, why it's so hard for people to achieve their goals is even though it's a perfectly good goal, they actually don't know what to do. Um, when I wrote my book, for example, I'm, I was a first time writer and I didn't really know the whole process at all. And it could have been really intimidating, right? Like I uh, what what do you need to do to get a book published when you don't really know the process? And what I did was every single day, I'm going to do one thing to make progress towards writing the book. And, and that is uh, easier than saying, oh my God, I'm going to publish this whole thing, you know, this year, right? So just one thing, it could be 
um, reaching out to someone or doing your research about who I want to interview or researching publishers or things like that, just one very specific thing. And then you have to be able to answer to yourself, did I do one thing towards my book, towards the goal of writing my book? And then if the answer is yes, then that uh, motivates you to take another action the next day. And then after a while, those actions compound and then which uh, will hopefully result you in achieving the big goal, which happened for me. Amazing. Yeah, I, I really like all the analogies that you gave us. Um, our Facebook page is Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Alan on the Facebook says, I'm trying to arrange an interview and have set that as one of my goals. Well, Alan, I think he's referring to the book that he sent me. Um, I will be in touch with you. And that is one of my goals to interview you too, Alan. Thank you very much for, for, for writing in. Um, I guess the, the last question I want to end on is how do you sustain the, that motivation. I think you mentioned two great points about setting realistic goals and then setting actionable goals. Taking weight loss for as an example, it's about sort of maybe losing 10 kilos in this year. So that's maybe an average of one kilo a month and then going to the gym maybe three times a week. Sometimes the motivation will sort of um, get a bit thin and wears thin. How can we motivate ourselves to keep going? I mean, weight loss might be a fun thing to do for, for, for some mm -hmm. people, but people might, some people might dread going to the gym or some people might dread sitting down to write that book. Um, right. Procrastination sets in. What sure. sorts of um, advice or tips do you have for people to sustain themselves and remember the primary reason of why they set that goal in the first place and, and feel positive about it? Yeah, such a great question. And I think that's this is the struggle that a lot of us have. Um, in the beginning, we have these very, <laughs> you know, ambitious goals. But then after a few months, we, we lose the motivation, right? Um, I think what would be helpful is to join a community of people who are also working towards achieving the same goals or have already achieved the goal. And having that accountability could be super helpful. So for example, if your goal is to run a marathon for the first time, if everybody around you says like, why are you doing that? What is wrong with you? Um, like, what a waste of time. Like, <laughs> it's going to bring you down. It's, it's going to bring you down. You, you, you're not going to want to go train when it's super cold and chilly and, and rainy outside, right? But let's say you join a running club and everybody has already run a marathon or are working towards the goal of, of running one one day where they think that, of course, you should run a marathon. You should try you should run at least one marathon or all the marathons around the world I actually have friends who, who do that right Amazing. so if, if, wow that if takes a, goal, that takes a lot of motivation because you've sort of been there done that that's another mm -hmm. level of motivation for sure and if what your goal is the norm for some people around you then yeah on a Saturday morning even though it's a little bit cold outside there are people waiting for you outside. They're about to go on this run, right? So then it'd be easier for you to for you to go and join them. So I think accountability is super important. So um, instead of just saying, oh, I'm going to go sign up at a gym uh, and hopefully go, <laughs> I actually force myself to go to work out. By, so back when I'm in New York City, I, um, I sign up for these classes where if you don't go, they actually charge you. So oh. like losing money is a huge yes. <laughs> Not wanting to lose money is a huge motivation. So, so that, so that makes me really go. And then sometimes I sign up for personal training sessions. So that would motivate me to go. Um, so that I think would be having accountability, sometimes paying money, yes. joining community where the norm uh, is 
you know, for people to achieve the same goal that you're trying to achieve. I think all of those would be important. Also, another thing that I think would be helpful for helpful for uh, people is to to not follow your feelings or to not follow your emotions. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we think that we our behaviors or actions is dictated by how we feel. Well, last night before I went to bed, I was going to wake up early to go to bed, go to go work out. But in the morning, I'm a different person. Uh, Selena in the morning is different from Selena in the evening, right? So maybe I don't feel like it, right? But then, then, but if you always do the things based on how you feel, then you start to train your brain that you are a person who will only do things if you feel like it, right? Um, and that's actually not a good way to live your life because oftentimes our emotions change, um, how we feel change throughout the day. So if you're always kind of following how you feel and not let that determine how you spend your time or how you act, it's it's not going to be helpful. So you can say, I'm a person who will still go to the gym, who will still write, uh, you know, two pages of writing or whatever it may be your goal is. And despite how I feel, I can do this even if I don't feel like it. And then you actually do it chances are you're actually, it's actually not as bad as you thought. A lot of times the anticipation or the dread of starting it is much worse than actually the task itself. And humans actually have this tendency to want to complete a task, um, even if it's not 100% pleasant, just because we want to finish it. And so use that to your advantage. Starting is the hardest part. So how can you make starting easy? Also a lot of pep talk and being kind to yourself. I'm a person we can do hard things. Even if when I don't feel like it, I can still do it because it is really aligned with my values. And that's why I think setting the right goal at the first place is really important because you know, even on days when you don't feel like doing it, uh, you know why it's important for you. That's such a great way and a great uh, disciplined uh point of view. Well, thank you so much, Selena, for your time. Once again, time flies when we're having fun. And I really look forward to the next chat that we're going to have. And thank you so much for your sharing today. Remind our listeners once again, have you got a website? How can we follow you on social media? Yes, the best way to reach me is on my website. It's uh, Selena Lee, uh, spells with a C, C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E dot C-O. And that's where you'll be able to see all the links to my social. And I look forward to keeping in touch and meeting you. Excellent. Thank you so much, Selena. Until next time, take care and Happy New Year. Bye for now. Thank you, Noreen.